This is Thoughts of the Roundtable, and we have Rebecca, Gabby, Chris, and Juan. Um, on today's episode, we are talking about a. Well, I mean, it's always been kind of relevant. I mean, I guess a lot of the topics we talk about are always kind of relevant. Yeah, but, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but we're we're talking about uh, guns and gun control because it you know recent events, you know, what happened in Florida and Parkland, and also the recent March for Our Lives. Uh, you know, it's back in the news again, not for great reasons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's an important conversation to have, and. Yeah. Uh, how, how, how are you guys doing about guns? How do you guys feel about guns? <laughs> Such a broad question. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's general, but um, especially I'm, like in relation to what just happened with the school shooting. I, I mean, what's your question though? Like, what do you mean? How do I feel about guns? Well, how do you feel about guns? Are you, how about, let's, let's simplify it. No, because even say, asking if you're just pro Second Amendment is it's a well, it's such a broad. Well, because then I sound like no, I hate yeah, your I know, freedom. But, yeah, but, but like, even uh... like in and of itself, like that question is so complicated too. Yeah, because there's it... so many arguments in it about the um, Second Amendment and what it means. And I'm anti strict gun control. Okay. And so, so you're for guns. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about how about you, Gabs? Um, okay. I this is something that I'm still trying to better understand in general because there's a lot about guns that I just don't know to be honest. Like I mean, in regards to specifically like, oh, this is this type of gun and this is what this type type of gun does and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not one of those people that thinks that like everyone's guns should be taken away or anything like that. Um, I do think that based on the situations at hand there at least needs to be like a reconsideration of how guns are distributed and how they're purchased and things like that. Um, at least to look at it and see what can be fixed in order to prevent further things like Parkland and Las Vegas and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm kind of in the middle because I'm not like hardcore either way. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Okay. Good old Gabby. Always <laughs> riding the fence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's the safest place to be. <laughs> The fence no, is a gun-free say, zone. I kind of, I kind of agree with Gabby. Although I'm probably more on that spectrum of, I still think, you know, guns. People should have the right. It's like people have the right for it, right? Mm-hmm. But I do think that we need to do better at gun checks. So it's yeah. the same thing. It's just, I'm, you know, I'm probably more pro guns than you. Yeah, maybe? probably. Probably, <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. But we're, you know, we're, we're kind of close. Yeah. We want the same thing. We don't want any more shootings. I don't think anyone wants any more shootings, <laughs> except for the crazy people out there. Of, of course. course. That was cute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are on the same wavelength. Yeah. Really. yeah um, I, I'm pro-gun. Uh, I, I've actually, <gasps> I've said that before on the no. podcast. I'm so surprised. <laughs> I'm, you should I, tell them what your shirt is. Oh, uh, yeah. My shirt. I, actually, <laughs> I wore this for this occasion. It, I bought the shirt at Walmart, I think, a couple years ago. It says, I support the right to arm bears. So I mean that's <laughs> and there's, and there's a, a picture there's of a, a bear. there's a bear holding a hunting rifle. Oh, I post a picture. <laughs> so if that doesn't tell you how how deep I am in in the Second Amendment, you know I'm I'm so into the Second Amendment. I think even bears should be armed. He's um, wearing satirical Second Amendment shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only a true gun rights person would do that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 pro Second Amendment. I have a couple arguments for why I think it's a good thing, a necessary thing. Um. I also just like guns in general. I've gone shooting before, um, not as much as I would like to. I, I'm not 
an expert on firearms in in any sense but you know yeah. a lot more than most people i would say that well i mean i i, I know a little bit but again like you know the, i don't know everything about guns just enough <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah uh and you know with a lot that's going on there's a lot of conversation uh happening about whether the second amendment is good whether it's relevant uh whether gun control really works uh should guns be banned and, and things of that nature. And I just, I felt especially now, it's just a good time to talk about guns and, and what, what, what it's all about, man. But yeah, uh, all that to say, let's arm bears. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know how to like really proceed here. I, I know there's a bunch of like, how do I put this? Okay. So, to what extent do you think you guys are, are? I mean, I know especially you two. You just mentioned that you guys think maybe we need to reconsider some things, or maybe we need to look at some things. So maybe like, to what extent do you guys think that line is drawn as, as to like what gun ownership means and what like legislative things should be done, or or do you think haven't things that haven't been done enough? I know like you know like a lot of things are thrown around like raising the age limit or uh, gun deaths are so high in America compared to other countries, things like that. Rage, see, raising the age limit w- makes no sense to me because we give our soldiers guns at the age of 18, yet if you raise the age limit above 18, that's saying you can become a soldier and, and wield a gun, but you can't defend yourself. It can't be a private citizen. Yeah. Wield a gun. But yeah, even even just things like that, like, like I mean, I feel like there's more of a philosophical argument in there than well, a, yeah. maybe a statistic one. But uh, like, okay, so if you guys do advocate for certain gun control measures, can do you guys want to like debate that? Like, okay, sure. What what do you think makes sense? What doesn't make sense? I'm good with that. Yeah, um, I actually have a question. Uh, Hit us with the question because you may have some answers to this one, or Chris or Rebecca. I don't know. Wait, um, Chris didn't give us a definition in this episode. Oh yeah! Oh, wow. wow, come on, Chris. What is I'm, a gun? I'm, I'm not the <laughs> definition guy. Chris, I need you to get my gun definition ready and my gun control definition and ready. the Second Amendment and a know, bear definition. <laughs> okay. Define bear arms for me. Uh, no, but um, okay. So one thing that I'm looking at is the idea of licensed versus unlicensed. Uh, like sales and things like that, and okay. the regulations that are given by the federal government on those things. So, handguns, both licensed and unlicensed sales, have age limits. So, if it's a licensed handgun sale, then it has to be 21 or older to purchase. Mm-hmm. And then, if it's an unlicensed person selling, then the buyer has to be over 18. But then, with would long- unlicensed be like private sales? Yeah, so yeah. private sales. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's not like illegal technically. It's just if you don't have a license and you're selling. Yeah, it's a good thing you mentioned that. That's like when you say unlicensed. It sounds it like sounds it's like illegal or something. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Like black like, market kind of thing. No, this is like uh, like if you own a gun. It, it's basically if you're not a business selling guns. Mm-hmm. So like if you own a rifle or you own a shotgun. Like or if something. I have a gun and I'm selling it to Chris, yeah, and that's I, an unlicensed yeah, sale. Yeah, like if you're moving and just want to get rid of it mm-hmm. or something. Like if I was Juan's gun store and I sold yeah. it to Chris, I would be a licensed from, seller. At a, from yeah. a legal standpoint, I don't understand that. Like, who just sits down and is like, okay, for licensed sales, we'll make the age limit 21. But if it's a private sale, we'll make it 18. I don't understand that. Well, I mean, is that what you're kind of asking about? Well, the part that confuses me the most is, okay, so you have handgun regulations, and then you have long guns or, like, rifles, shotguns, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you are unlicensed, so if you're just, like you said, like, if you wanted to sell Chris 
a rifle or something. Uh, there is no age limit on for long guns. A long gun if it's private. Interesting. And that concerns me. <laughs> like, okay. I'm just curious to know if you think that that's a valid thing or if there should be an age limit because to me I'm like okay, I'm just picturing like a 14 year old, 15 year old kid buying a shotgun like that does not feel okay to me and i'm just curious to know what you guys think there is an age limit for licensed firearm dealers on that and it's 18 see that's what makes no sense to me if we're gonna put an age limit on licensed licensed, why why not the same on private that would be my thought (laughs) um well i think part of it is well first of all federal law for licensed sellers (laughs) 21 for a handgun uh and I think if you are going to buy an actual machine gun, and I feel like later I'm going to have to clarify what that means, but for now, an actual machine gun, I'm pretty sure you have to be older than 21. But for long arms and shotguns, it is uh, 18 and older. For private sales, I'm not sure if that what you're looking at is for uh, just for like on a federal level that there's a. Mm-hmm. This okay, is so not is, by state because okay. Tennessee is like. Because <laughs> states do have their own. A lot of states yeah. have their own. Uh, some of them add. Yeah. Age uh, limits. And even some even of some of them are. require. Tennessee does uh, not. <laughs> even some states require background checks in mm-hmm. private uh, sales. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. I don't really understand the why private sales have less of a requirement. Um, I guess my idea would be. Um, like with handguns, the reason we have it on a federal level at 21 is because handgun deaths historically yeah. cause more deaths than rifles. Well, because, because uh, you can it's a lot. Them. Well, and also suicide rates. Like, it, True. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot harder yeah. to kill yourself. But but also yeah. when you think but, about like uh, sh- like shootings just in general over the year, mass shootings while they may be more publicized, handguns kill way more just on a day to day basis. Well, and yeah. usually and, it's handguns that are used in mass shootings which is not what you'd because you'd usually think like oh it's probably like ak's or mm-hmm. mass shootings are very semi. like uh it's it's not a very defined term in a lot yeah. of these statistics That's um true. but kind true. of going a to mass the, shooting is just four or more deaths well yeah. it depends depends on the study <laughs> some Wait, people like to really? some of them used to be four or more injuries Oh, that's uh, not what I heard. Some of them, yeah, there's it, there's different. Well, yeah. I guess a mass shooting than mass killing would be different. And yeah. a lot of people adjust it to to fit, to fit the the mm-hmm. statistic they need to and come that, out with, uh, that, which okay. is which is kind of a whole another argument about unethical statistics. Well, and that's what <laughs> but, I was just gonna say in general, like for everyone listening, just check where you're getting your sources from mm-hmm. and look at how they're presenting their stats, like even their charts, like. Yeah, like even charts just, are, can be so manipulated. Oh yeah, just oh, yeah. make sure because it drives me nuts when people just throw yeah. Because someone out. could do like mass shootings are two or more, and then someone could be like, no, mass shootings are twenty or more. Yeah, so, exactly. The sticks could be way off. Exactly. Um, so when it regards to the lower handgun thing, I really can't tell you why it's lower, but even like the idea you mentioned, like you can sell a shotgun to a fourteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old kid. I think at that point, okay, do we need a law? from the government to tell us, hey, well, first of all, you got to kind of figure out, is it wrong to sell a gun to a kid? Now, you could say, yes, he's a child. Why does he need a gun? Which you can argue that, you know, depending on what's going on or whatever. Um, I, I would say most likely than not, no, he doesn't need a gun. Um, however, you know, what is what is the temperament of this child? Is is he, if he's insane, then yeah. Or even if he's just, he's a, he's a dumb kid, like he... <laughs> You know, he don't yeah. know what's going on. But if this is a kid who's grown up with firearms all his life and, and he knows how to shoot, he's very responsible, 
straight A student, whatever other he's on track to Harvard. I mean, whatever whatever your marker is for a good enough child, uh, you know, I think that kind of changes the conversation. Now, would I still sell a firearm to a fourteen or fifteen year old kid? He could be the best kid in the world. I probably wouldn't because to me, it doesn't, the necessity doesn't make sense. So, in there, why, I think it kind of shows you. I'm sorry, you want to go? And, ahead? Well, and yeah, in private sales, it's all up to the discretion of the seller. Yeah, but and, and to me, but, which is ahead, still kind of scary to think about. The concern, though, is like, as a private sales person, like, yes, there are some people that would go, you know, this may not be a good idea to, yeah. to give a 15 year old a shotgun. But. <laughs> If you're just wanting to make money, like there are some people that don't give a crap how old this person is. Like, see, but, but, but I also think of the better. context of where they're selling at. If you're and you're in a community where everyone goes hunting every season, the South. Or <laughs> like, okay, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, context also matters. You know, if you're talking about people in the South yeah. or in communities that are more on the countryside. Yeah, it's I, like I okay, have... I know this person. I know this kid. I might know this kid. I might not. But over here. Everybody hunts at this age. Still I mean, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I have wrong. friends just... and family that have been hunting like their entire lives. Oh yeah, and they're, like, the context is something to look at. I, I see what you're trying to say. I just think, like, okay, a lot of people, I hopefully most people, but maybe that's giving humanity too much credit. Would think yeah. and say, <laughs> I shouldn't sell it to this kid. There, there, there might be people who say, well, money's money. You know, his money's green and and whatever. But I think. One, I don't. I just don't think, and maybe this comes less from a gun control side and more from a government regulation side. I don't think you need the government to kind of nanny state people and say you can't sell guns to a fourteen-year-old kid. Like, if that's not self-evident, then then. But then, most laws should be self-evident. Does that make sense? Like, what do you mean? Like, do okay. not murder. Yeah, like that <laughs> should be hypothetically. That should be something that you don't need to regulate. But how because would you regulate private sales to begin with? Like, there's the other side of it. Like, regulating private sales would be incredibly difficult because well, I don't, I don't need to report. They do it with handguns. Yeah, and, and so, I don't know exactly how that works, and especially in states that have a what do you call it required background checks. I think there's they send you out forms. I've never done a private sale, yeah. So I, I have no idea how it would work. But I think they send you out forms. In some places, I think you have to go to a gun store, like go through a process like, i put the gun in the gun store the gun store owner sells it and gives you the funding yeah. basically um see that to me makes sense does. but uh you it's know it's no longer a private sale though it, it is in the, it's not even the gun store selling you it though. yeah it's like it's, you're literally almost like meeting at the gun store kind of thing. Oh, okay oh, just yeah, so yeah. that there's someone watching and making sure you're not doing something stupid and, and it's usually there where they run and also the the gun store wouldn't count that as as its sale. own sale as, as yeah, yeah exactly but, I but a, okay. I, even though the law needs to be self-evident, it's like I don't. I just don't think we need the government to tell us not to sell to a fourteen-year-old kid. I and think generally, you do. when you're when you're when you're talking about <laughs> people selling for profit, guns for profit, there's a lot more effective ways to sell guns uh, than selling it private sale to fourteen-year-old kids in the country. Because or it, it could be a kid sales. in the city, <laughs> I mean, somebody um, part of a gang too. Yeah, like, because like, there's the other thing. Like, if this kid's in a gang, which you know, like, fourteen year old is really young to be in a gang, maybe well, that's not anymore, it right? They started yeah, young. See, that's not yeah. That young. So like, especially in like city areas. Like, if this guy, this guy's gonna get his gun somewhere. So you can you can put the law that hey, fourteen year old gangster kid, you can't buy a handgun. If the fourteen year old gangster kid really wants a handgun, he's gonna get a handgun. This is America, and so um, I think. 
yes, putting the law might make us feel a little bit better that we, yeah, we told them, we at least told them that kids shouldn't buy guns, which is kind of obvious. But I, I just don't think it's going to make any meaningful difference in, in combating that. And I think the other thing you would have to look at to see if we really need a law based on people buying, 14-year-old kids buying guns from private sellers is to see what are the the death rates of okay. 14 year old kids using guns on private from private sellers okay i actually well okay private well okay some of these i'm guessing they had to have gotten through private sales uh because i had a stat up how would you see. come up with statistics for private sales anyway that's the hard part. and that's and this is hard <laughs> looking through all the research like although like if you know that okay but each gun is registered no uh no so like okay kind, oh. it's i mean guns have serial numbers but i mean can, don't can, like, all guns have to be registered uh no not in some countries not in some, in some countries <laughs> some, uh, in some, uh, i think in some cities you have to register your weapon but in most places in the united states you don't <laughs> which i'm okay with i am i, I really I, yeah i i i don't think well, we can get into it. Okay, 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 okay. But I have a question then. While she's a lot of this figuring... has to do more for me with the fears of the state than than <laughs> right. Like... And I get it because I, I have some of those fears too. But Mike, while she's looking up that stat, <laughs> what states require? Okay. I, I don't think whatever you're about to ask me. I don't think I could name each state off. No, I can, but like, I can look uh, it up, like how many states require? I guess background checks on but private yes. sales. On or, private sales? Uh, private sales, I don't know. Tennessee <laughs> uh, Tennessee has a pretty lax uh, gun control level, like, with theirs. Do we know which ones have the <laughs> least and the most? Uh, I Well, it depends on... Okay, so really it depends on how you define gun control, because, like... So, okay, for example, there might be... Because my gun control is just holding the gun the right way. Yeah, <laughs> gun control is making sure I don't have a gun. That's oh, my a gosh. Joke. That's a joke, of course. <laughs> well, because, okay, like, so in some states they may have regulations about, like, permit to carry, mm -hmm. whereas other ones don't, but those who don't might have some rule about, like, oh, well, you have to have, like, a safe to keep your guns in yeah. to prevent household... So how about the general other thing gun people, The other thing people don't realize is that a lot of cities also have a lot of say as to how gun control works so like mm -hmm. you know you think of like okay illinois has it's in, it's funny I, I, illinois because a lot of most of illinois is country yep but they have strict gun laws they're not the strictest they're, yeah they're definitely not the strictest but even then like places like chicago have stricter gun laws than just the rest of the state so like a lot of these and even even in, in country in countries and states that have less restrictive gun gun laws like uh, I can't remember any of them off the top of my head, but you, okay, we can we can we can use Tennessee or we can use yeah. places like Texas and whatnot. Even in their cities, in their big cities, they tend to have uh, tighter gun control laws than mm -hmm. the rest of the state. Yep. Um. So it's it's you gotta when you kind of have to break it down, you really gotta get in there, and it's hard to find numbers for every single thing on a, such a local level. Yeah. What do you guys think though about the Chicago argument? Because that's one that I get that I hear a lot get kind of thrown around. What, like, well, they before, have one of the most strict gun laws, and, and yet, yet they, they have, have the most kills and yeah. Can, can kill I can murders? I mention this before we jump into the, yeah, the Chicago of course uh, thing? It, it goes back to what you're saying about private sales. This whole private sale thing that is what people call the gun show loophole. Yep. Which yep. and I just want to clarify this because there's a lot of misinformation going around about how the gun show loophole works. In most places. In most places, I can't say 100% guarantee. When you go to a gun show, 
most of the dealers at a gun show that are selling actual guns to you licensed. are licensed. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a type three licensed sellers. So these people have to run a background check on you. They, they have to get some of that information down. You have to fill out the paperwork. You can't just go into a gun show. I'm going to buy this without any paperwork and walk out. Something Sometimes you can, but again, that's private sales. And even then, it's like... A smaller percent. And, and a lot of gun shows actually require their sellers to be licensed sellers. Mm -hmm. And as for you know the idea of people coming over state lines and buying things at gun shows using the gun show loophole, one, since the gun show loophole is not really a gun show loophole... It's more of a private sale loophole. And even then, it's not really a loophole because it's legal. Um, yeah. People from other states who buy at gun shows are still required to follow the, the procedures of buying. Because essentially, think of the gun show as less of a this weird, unrestricted bazaar of, of guns being traded around like a black market. And think of it essentially a bunch of gun stores all congregating yeah. in one area. Yeah. And so when when you go from a different state to a gun show you're still required by law to f do the process as if you were going to a gun store. In your own it, state uh, or it, in it, that state? It varies. Some states are, uh, again, it's a, it's very uh, state level. Some states are like totally chill about bu you buying a gun at a gun uh, show, but most places you have to follow the procedures. And so like me, since I live in Maryland, like if I were to go to a gun show in Tennessee – I would, and this is the same thing if I were to go, this is why I can't buy a gun in Tennessee. I have to go buy a gun in, uh, at Maryland because I'm still technically a Maryland resident. I have to go to the gun store, buy the gun there. They ship the gun to a licensed dealer that I've already chosen in Maryland. I have to drive all the way up to Maryland, yeah. fill out paperwork there, and then get the gun. And that's just because of the Maryland restrictions. Well, again, it kind of depends on states, but most states, that's how it is. I have to go to... I go to the place, they ship it to my home state. And that's assuming I'm not the resident of the state. Mm -hmm. So I, that's why I can't buy a gun in Tennessee. Hmm. Uh, I have to change my residency here in order for me to buy a gun. Okay. That's um, interesting. But yeah, I just want to throw that out there because there's a lot of confusion on that. And I hear that thrown around a lot. So yeah, you can if you want to close the gun show loophole, what you really mean is you want to close or at least tighten restrictions on background uh checks background stuff. checks on on private sales which yeah. i i think could be helpful in some aspects um i'm not saying that that would cure every kind of <laughs> you know like shooting or homicide or whatever um yeah and and you know a part of me i don't want the government to get involved but i don't i don't necessarily see okay I don't, i'm not against private sales of firearms but if even if that required people to get background checks that doesn't really bother me yeah um yeah because okay, it, it kind of makes sense. I'm not. I'm not gonna get all upset about that. But yeah, that's. I just again, I wanted to throw that out there because yeah. people get very confused and, and they start shouting off things that don't make sense about that. Uh, but okay, Chicago. <laughs> um, so go ahead. What are you saying about Chicago? Um, okay, so I was looking up some stuff about it because that's kind of an argument that I that I hear a lot is like okay, Chicago has a really high gun control rating. Um, they're actually, so there's like a rating for um, gun control, I guess in the sense of like, uh, it's by this group called Law Center to Prevent Gun Violence, and they kind of rate how strong their like control is, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. so, so it's not um, just based on quantity of gun control laws, it's also based on like how strict these laws are. 
I think so, okay. yeah. Um, so, like, Illinois has a B-plus rating, so to speak, and then... Which means Missouri, a lot. Yeah, so they have, okay. like, a pretty strong... Okay. I mean, it's not, like, top, you know, like, crazy It's so funny, because the NRA on their website has, like, the opposite thing, where it's, like, states with, like, oh, that are most uh, open. for guns and open guns, so it's, like... You know, Illinois has like a B or not a B, like a D or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just funny um, how the switch is, right? But yeah, so people will make the argument like, well, look at how terrible Chicago is with all of their gun control. It still sucks, you know, kind of thing. Um, but I did want to point out the fact that in 2015, um, they did a study um, of like the guns used in Chicago. And so it says that 60% of new guns used in Chicago gang-related crimes and 31.6% used in non-gang related, so if it's like homicide, Mm -hmm. um, any kind of thing like that, um, between 2009 and 2013 were brought in from other states. Um, That's the point, though. That's like that's part of the argument. It's like you might give them strict gun laws. They're still going to get guns from somewhere else. But But I'm saying like if – okay, so if you are surrounded by other states who also have stronger gun control, it's still harder to get. Okay. Does that make sense? Because yeah. like, okay, so the Wisconsin has a C negative or like a C minus. C negative. negative. Sorry. <laughs> C- I've been in math too long. That's okay. the kind of student I am. I'm a C negative. <laughs> uh, C- <laughs> Wisconsin has a C minus and Indiana has a D minus. Um, so, I mean, both of us have a lot easier access to guns mm-hmm. and to getting different weapons. Um, and so like, yeah, and then they were talking about Chicago specifically in 2014 that Indiana alone accounted for 20% almost of all the guns recovered by the department between 2009 and 2013. So, like, all of the guns in Illinois or in Chicago area, almost 20% of them were brought in from Indiana. So, so that means, like, 80% of them are still from Chicago. But you're still talking, like, one-fifth, like, one out of every five I, I, guns. I agree. But That's I still think, a lot of guns in Chicago. You though. know, what Chris yeah. what Chris was saying earlier, and this, again, kind of – okay. I'm, my my right side is coming out a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, I, I don't want to sound like your crazy Republican uncle here at, <laughs> at this episode. So just – I'm your crazy libertarian uncle. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly think that that kind of shows the whole flaw with gun control. And and the reason for that is is that even though these okay one first of all one fifth came out so that means 80, just Indiana just that's Indiana. not counting other states that it could have come okay. out okay well so I, there's not a stat for like how many of them were just from Chicago area and I, I saw something similar to this where it was like it showed like a map and it showed like a bunch of arrows <laughs> from where and there was guns coming from Atlanta there was some coming from uh, from Nebraska even and like like <laughs> uh, like Texas or whatnot and and so here's the issue okay so. It, I think it shows kind of the whole flaw with the gun control argument that we're going to implement these rules to keep the the criminal people from getting access to firearms to stop them from doing bad things. So what happens? We implement that in Chicago. They get their guns from the rest of Illinois. We implement it in Illinois. They get their guns from the rest of the states. The, the states around them. We implement, Let's say we implemented them in the states around Illinois. Where are they going to get their guns? The states around Illinois. The farther you get around out from Illinois, you get into states that are a lot more gun friendly. So hypothetically, let's just even say in those states they block the usage of rifles. Like let's say the even you want to you know let's get the liberal dream out here. The entire the, American. The, the entire American continent and nation. You know we're talking Alaska. We're talking Hawaii. Not continent. I want to be continent. Yes. Continental United States, yeah. Alaska, and Hawaii. Um, also, let's say they ban guns completely. Nobody's getting any guns. 
the guns are still going to get in here because if it, it, on the local level they're getting in. And the reason I think we can get a good argument for why they're still getting in is because we should just look at things America has already banned and they still get in to the country. Drugs. Drugs being the big – that was my main argument. Thank you for ruining so the suspense. So should you legalize them then? Well, here's well, that's what not a good reason to legalize. Well, things, I would, I would disagree. Saying. So here, here's where we're going to go down the rabbit hole here. Okay, so America has banned things before. We banned alcohol. We even made an amendment. It caused gun, uh, gun crime. It caused crime to to uptick significantly. People were still drinking. The idea of 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 people not drinking during that time is insane. You you don't even have to go too far into. And it was literature. also a more dangerous time to get into that kind of game, like. Because it was illegal, there was more deaths around the sale of alcohol. Yeah, and there was more, and there was more gang activity and also more gun crime because of it. So, like, something already became illegal. It didn't work out. People were, were either making their own. And it made things which worse. We're not even talking about people who can make their own guns. That's a whole other rabbit hole. So, uh, especially in a world where we live, where we now have creative, uh, what they call like the creator forces, where they've got, like, uh, you know, have 3D you printing. Th- I was about to say 3D printing. I've, I've, it's, a, it's insane. And, and so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you do that... Uh, like if you do that in Chicago, people are getting access from other markets. You do it in America, people are going to get access from other markets. Yeah, surrounding countries. See, okay. And and so wait, wait, and we can look at that using drugs. Because but what we, if we have gun control on I'm the entire s- world? We, if, we, <laughs> oh my gosh. if we if we banned we banned drugs, okay? We banned weed, cocaine, heroin, meth. We banned all of them. And guess what's still getting into the country from Colombia, from Mexico? From all of South America, weed, cocaine, <laughs> and, and and the idea that that somehow the the drug war banning all these things has worked, man. We're not even on the 420 episode yet. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! It, it, it just people people can get drugs in prison. People can get drugs on uh, down the street. If I bet you, if I wanted to buy drugs right now, I would just have to walk like three blocks down and, and find somebody who'd be willing to not sell. Not even me. three blocks. So so like you're near a college campus. So. Yeah yeah. So like the idea that that ultimately banning them or even restricting them is somehow going to cause the usage to stop i think is incorrect and if you look at places that have actually legalized things like marijuana the all the crime and stuff associated with drops people gangs aren't fighting to kill each other with marijuana but would you argue that for cocaine yeah that's still not that's still not a reason i'm just saying that's not a strong okay and i want to clarify i'm about to get into the libertarian i just gotta i gotta (laughs) clarify okay i am not saying to ban guns i just wanted to clarify that he wants to disarm us (laughs) (laughs) um i'm just saying like in regards to checks i definitely agree like banning all guns is a terrible idea she wants us to pay with guns with checks (laughs) oh my gosh tears the Uh, most inconvenient form of legal tender (laughs) yeah um yeah i'm just clarifying that before you get on your rant sorry but yeah go ahead okay so that's a good counter argument kind of um, <laughs> kind of. I, I hear that as a as a retort to that to bringing that up. And, and I'm just saying you can't just say, well, if you ban it, it doesn't work, and then apply that to one and then I, ignore it for other. I would okay. agree with that. I, too. I, well, I would agree. And so there's some people. I'm not there yet. I haven't drank from that cup of, of libertarianism yet. Of <laughs> complete unlegend. You know, let people have the drugs. We can we can solve the rehabilitation issues and all that stuff. Even though I think there's I think there's arguments. That can be made for how that could work because again, if you make, like, if you were make these kind of drugs legal, all of a sudden all the people working on these illegal activities are are no longer uh, are out of business. 
because you you can't you can't compete with American capitalism. That's you know, true. Like, like, America. Like, like these these <laughs> these uh, farmers in South American Colombia would be put out of business. You know, um, so I think I think there's in theory it could work if it's working with weed. I think it would work with other with weed with other uh, <laughs> drugs. Here's the thing. However, when we're looking at it, if you're saying so, we should still keep cocaine illegal. I'm still kind of on the side of keep cocaine illegal because things like that, meth and whatnot. That's good. You know, they'll they'll, <laughs> they'll kill you. They're they're not. I thought you meant those you. were good drugs. No, no, I'm <laughs> saying it's good that you're. <laughs> so, I don't think those kind of drugs should yeah. be legal. And so, it, are would you are you saying by saying that though? Are you drawing a parallel of saying, well, guns are also bad in killing people. That's why we need to to keep guns also banned. Because no. guns are more dangerous. The difference than, than between weed. guns and drugs is drugs actually do kill people. It's not the guns that are killing people. <laughs> oh my gosh, people kill people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, With guns, okay. exactly. But, but okay, yeah. I'm not saying again. I'm not saying we should ban. I'm just saying more in the sense of if you're going to make the argument that banning something or restricting something just doesn't work, I I just don't think it's a very strong argument because there are other areas in which that cannot be applied. And I I would well, say the only reason it could be argued for guns is because um it's a more nuanced issue like there there are more pros and cons that you have to look at as opposed to like cocaine where it's literally just like tearing away your body yeah and but i mean Um, i don't i don't even think i mean obviously the gun issue is new a nuanced issue (laughs) but uh, (laughs) i think uh really the the whole things that the the cocaine is the same as guns that's why we need to keep it banned because it's just as dangerous, and it's not a good argument to use that. It's because the reason I can say let's legalize weed and not legal illegalize illegalize, not make guns illegal, and let's make some drugs legal, is because again the gun is is so much more important than the cocaine. The cocaine, you're right. The cocaine will kill you. The cocaine has have has no uh, beneficial value to you other than it might make you feel good. But again. And, you know, if you don't subscribe to this Doesn't philosophy, make you feel good though. I've heard it makes you like hyperactive. That's not what I'm arguing. We'll uh, get to that later. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other episode. Yeah. What I'm arguing, what from a f- this philosophical standpoint, the gun and the right to self defense is a human right. Mm. And so, <laughs> in in, in <laughs> one, you're restricting a human desire, a human uh, uh, vice, a human product that they want to use. That's gonna kill them, and the other you're trying to restrict a person's right to self-defense, and I I think one how of how far does that go? How far does it need to go? I'm saying okay, like like what point like, does someone not deserve to defend themselves? No, I'm saying like okay, you have objects that you can use as self-defense. These it's, fists, swords. So <laughs> okay, is there a point Cars, where that grenades. is too far? So like uh, grenades or uh. I'm trying to think of other like tanks okay like dirty is bombs there, is there a point at which a private citizen should not have access yes. to these kind of things uh, yes. i would i would say yes and no so and, how do you determine that well part of it i think a lot of it has to do with who you're defending yourself from and and we can, we're <laughs> we're about to get into some of the crazy tinfoil hat territory <laughs> oh, goodness. But, oh dear um, lord i mean do you guys, where do you guys draw the line if i can ask that where i mean where where do you guys say at this point, a person no longer has the right to self-defense. I don't. You see, when you phrase it that way, all of a sudden the question changes. It's different from saying, "Should a person own a grenade?" or "Should a person own a well, okay, a, a tank?" I think most but people. What will you're s- really asking is, 
where do I draw the line of where a person can defend? Well, I mean, no, I feel no, like no, anything no, can not, be used as not, a weapon. But she, her question isn't where does the law, uh, the where is the uh, line drawn to where someone can defend themselves? It's it's with what they can defend themselves with. So like, at what point do we take away these like a private citizen owning a tank just to defend their house? Okay, and that's why I'm saying it depends on what that who that argument is going against. And again, <laughs> if we want to start transitioning that way, we can. I but like I think I, I think there's some statistics that I would about other things that I would want to mention. Statistics. Before throw we, them out. Just throw well, them all out. Three, seven, ten. Okay. <laughs> okay. 20%. Before 20% we jump of what? In, into that thing, I want to see your perspective on this as psychologists. Um, We're not well, I mean, psychologists. You know, you know what I mean. You're, you're studying <laughs> psychology. You, you're, you're getting there. Okay. You're a private psychologist? Gun deaths. <laughs> oh, yeah. Private practice. Gun deaths. Here, hold on. Let me... Okay. My, my computer's really slow. Um, okay. Gun deaths. Free and the this, internet. And this is a question I have for you guys. <laughs> Did you say free the internet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, net neutrality finally got us. Um, <laughs> gun control laws. Okay, I got these from Everytown, which is a pro-gun control website, which in turn, they got them from the CDC. Okay. Uh, if I'm correct, these these ears here that I'm about to mention are uh, twenty. Wait, the CDC, as in the Center for Disease Control? Yeah, they yes. have a lot of stats on like mortality or like okay, that makes mortality sense. rates. I thought you meant like they're they Center had... for Death. That's what I've been living. That, well, that on makes this sense. Week. Mortality rate makes sense. <laughs> um, and so, uh, this is 2016. I don't I actually don't have the exact number of gun deaths here. If I'm correct, 2016, it's about 33,000 something deaths. Well, hold on. I know that sounds like a lot, but when you list out all the other things that kill Americans, oh, yeah, it's know. actually very insignificant. Well, not insignificant. <laughs> Does it say, less. like, what? What the percentages are? Okay, here it is. Suicides make up for about 60, in 2016, made about 60% of gun of wow. gun death, gun control death. Gun deaths. That's 22,938 deaths wow. are suicides by yep. gun, 60%. The and other, that's, just, that's just suicide by gun. Yeah. Yes, wow. but it's because we're talking about And that. suicide and, by gun is the... Can, takes 51% of, of all suicides? of the suicides committed in 2016. Which means okay. there was over 40,000 suicides. No, so, okay, suicides, yeah, there was 44,965. Okay. That doesn't have anything to do with guns, but still, okay. uh, that blows my mind. Well, that's that's what I want to bring up, because when people bring up there's 33,000 people killed by guns every year, that's why we need to stop having guns. I think that's an unfair assessment, because, one, you're making it sound like 33,000 people are act like this is a, a violent crime Homicidal, of a of a, yeah. Yeah, of a homicide. Somebody's coming around and shooting people, whether that that means mass shooting, whether that means one on one shootings, or whether that means gang related homicides. This is what they're making it sound like. Thirty three thousand people are dead because of gun violence. It takes into but, account suicides, but does it also take into account like accidental? Uh, there's like, a number there, but it was pretty small. Like, I, would, they I put, would they put a toddler okay. finding a gun under suicide, or would it no, come up under? No, it wouldn't, no. okay. because it's 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 conscious yeah. like choice to commit. Okay. Yeah. I don't have that number, but it is also significantly lower than yeah. the homicide. Rate. But it still happens. It still happens. I should have put it on there. But um, suicides are sixty percent, and here's my thing: if the majority of gun deaths are self-inflicted, why then does that mean I, who am not dealing with the issues this person might be dealing with and this all of this I, I know we're going to jump onto mental health when it comes to this gun control conversation this is not to stigmatize mental health this is not to stigmatize anybody this is not to attack anybody and and this is not to mention anything about those kind of issues or make anybody feel like you know because i feel like a lot of times when we talk about mental health and guns 
I feel like maybe people who have these issues feel like I'm being villainized by somebody. Yep. And so if me, as a person who who respects the right to own weapons, I don't like to get villainized by the media uh, making all gun owners look like they're sadistic killers. <laughs> I don't think it's correct for me to try to villainize all people who deal with mental health issues yeah. who, uh, who and make them look like sadistic killers. But in saying that, so why if somebody's having these mental health issues and they decide to kill themselves why does that mean i need to restrict my ownership of weapons to protect myself because 60 percent of the total gun deaths in america are self-inflicted and in saying that i'd like are, to know are you are well oh, sorry can I finish? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry i know i'm talking a lot this is just something i'm very passionate about um i mean i talk a lot in every episode but this is something i'm really passionate about um <laughs> Would the argument then be if we eliminate guns, will suicides drop? And I, I, I can't really find anything specifically that would imply that. I, I personally don't think they would drop significant enough because what that there's implies other ways to kill yourself. What, and not just but, that, but the implication there. And I know that I know there's a lot of psychological stuff in it. That's why I'm asking you guys. But I think the implication there is guns are the reason people kill themselves, which. I just don't think it's the case. I think yeah. it, it might expedite the process, you know, it might not give them chance to turn around and rethink their life. But at the end of the day, the gun is not the issue that's causing the suicide. Does that, I mean, obviously it causes the suicide because they kill themselves with well, it. Well, and but guns also not, aren't the easiest way to kill yourself either. There's uh, plenty of other I mean, ways. Actually though, it kind of, people okay. kill if you hurl yourself off a 50 foot building, you're dead. Yes. If you shoot yourself in the head, you might not kill yourself. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up is also because there's no chances, though. <laughs> yeah, but it happened. The um, oh, what was it? The Boston was it the Boston bombings? The dude who hid in that boat. Oh yeah. He shot himself through the chin up through his that's head area, that's and it missed everything way vital. To shoot yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I know people that's do that. That's what I'm saying. Say, people but... do that, and so you don't always kill yourself. You make your but life. But the worse majority of the that. time, you can kill yourself pretty easy with a gun. And the reason I'm also bringing this up is because there's countries like Japan that don't have access to firearms, that have high suicide rates. Mm -hmm. Of course. Buildings so like, and hangings. I know there's maybe an element of, well, there's gun culture and all that stuff. I guess what I'm arguing is bringing up the statistic of 33,000 people dying is an unfair statistic because it's really 14,000 people dying uh, or about 40% of people dying from gun murders um, and homicides. How much of those... Of, 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 do they have any statistics on how, much, how many deaths in that percentage are done by people with mental health issues uh, i don't have any statistics on that but does that because not because not everyone it, who kills someone has a mental health issue yeah, I, yeah. right and but do you, you know what i'm saying i guess i'm arguing is i don't think the fact that people are killing themselves with guns and suicide is a legitimate argument for why i shouldn't have the right to defend myself i don't, and I don't think it's not, why we should ban guns not a legitimate argument for it but i think the idea behind it is Let's find a way to, to not give these people access to it. People, which is really hard because suicide is just one of those things. It's, it's that a complicated issue. It's, it's very complicated, but it's the idea of maybe if they don't have, you know, because I guess with gun, it's like it's a final death. Like I was saying, it's kind of slim. It, but when it, when it comes to suicide, and especially amongst teens, most teens don't have access to guns, anyways. Uh, Okay, hold up. Unless oh. they take it from their parents or something. <laughs> hold up. Okay, but, so... No, but it, didn't you say, st like, statistically, most suicides aren't done through guns anyway? Nope. Okay, hold on. Okay. Give us this fact. So, 10 to 14 suicide rate. You have 
436 people that committed suicide from 10 to 14 years old, which mm-hmm. is already just... Through, through guns? No. Okay, oh, that's overall. Just suicide-wise. Okay. Um, and a third of those, so 160 of them, were through firearms. So you're talking 10 to 14 years old. Yeah, that using... still leaves 67% that wasn't by gun. I know, so but So they're going to saying... find a way to kill themselves either way is what but I'm saying. Let, let, okay. her, let her say the stats. So we've got that for the first stat. 15 to 24, it jumps. So yeah, because it, they can now. Yeah, so it goes from 30% to 46.9% mm-hmm. of all suicides in that age bracket. So over 2,000 suicides were done with a firearm. Uh, and then if you look at the overall, like all ages considered, let's see. Yeah, guns are like the highest for, yeah, it's 51%, so over half of all suicides committed were by I th- guns. I think like, it's just because guns are, are, are it's, it's more, um, you're quick. more likely, yeah, to succeed. To but, succeed but than other forms. taking away guns, they'll find another way. I know, I'm, really I'm, not, I'm, not, low, I'm not arguing it's that it's a, a good argument. I'm just saying the, the okay. reasoning behind it is m- hopefully they find a way that is not permanent and that you can still I, I save them that, at that point. But like just because that's their reasoning, that doesn't mean that's a good logical argument for having gun control. But it, I think it, it is though. If you okay, if you are dealing with someone who is is severely depressed and is showing suicidal Real tendencies, quick, I just want to say gun control meaning that we have to restrict lots of access to firearms or even outright ban them, because I know a lot of people. But call gun for, control doesn't mean that usually. You get down to the letter in today's it, day. It is what it does. means. Because like, either either you're okay. Now we're gonna start jumping into the philosophy. Okay, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay, Go I'm just it. saying. Like, okay, gun control, yes, can mean like ban all the guns, and I I don't agree with that because I don't think that works. But in it regards to having more checks and more ways in which you have to go through to get a gun, I think could be helpful in some aspects, and I think that okay. It's also damaging too, though. What? It, it can be damaging for a society that has really, really strict gun control. I'm not saying really strict. I'm just saying, like, at least having more checks to go through. Like, but I just don't no, think okay, it ever okay. starts Here's out Here's the strict. thing, though. It's these kids were most likely were not private sales. It was, it was guns that they found within, you know, their families, most likely. Mm-hmm. So how do, you, how do you, you check for that when, I mean, would you, would you say that if, if, if a family buys a gun, you have to check? I mean, yes, individually check their some mental states history. have like you have to buy a safe, safe for but it. Which yeah. she, I, again, okay, this goes I, to the, which, the. I'm not saying that I disagree because I. The government I, nannying me. Into I think okay, if I, I live think, in a house that's small because I'm poor. Yeah. But I need a gun to defend me and my family. Yeah. Am that's I not where obligated I think it's to take up most of my living space by a by a giant safe because the state requires me, so that I can I keep think, my family even more safe. I think it's a. And if also, you have safe, children. I think safes are a good idea, but it's not something that the government should be regulating. But and okay, and I this think is it something should. I'm going to get into. Oh, okay. What right does the okay. government have not to say you must buy a safe? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Here, but we can. I want to. The I government wanna, has no right to just, tell you to buy wanna, a safe. Okay, though. okay I want to get into the 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 because a part of that is me. I'm going to critique the gun community because this is something. Since I'm passionate about, it, I feel like I've got to critique. But we look when it comes <laughs> to having a safe be put into your home. Uh, by law that re- that requires it one for in terms of self-defense it doesn't necessarily make sense because what are you going to define as a safe a big <sighs> giant block of of steel in the living room if someone breaks into my house and i'm in my bedroom you're dead and i need to get my handgun <laughs> which is all the way in the living room behind a steel lock that i got to get through in the middle of the night when it's dark and i'm groggy and i i i don't know what's going on i don't know where the guy is 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 that what the state is going to restrict me to do, or am I going to be allowed to have a small safe next to 
my bed. And and so, how how deep are you gonna let the state nanny you into into uh or even if you want me because that's kind of a derogative way and I, maybe that sounds attacking. How deep are you gonna let the the state tell you what you need to do? until you can become a responsible gun owner. Okay. Uh, and, would, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You're I'd, talking about suicide. I'm sorry. Okay. First to your question. I would think that there at least needs to be some regulation in regards to the protection of your children because if it – okay. You – I know you will be careful with how you own a gun, Juan, <laughs> You don't know me. <laughs> like, I know you have strong gun responsibility. Like, you know what you're doing. But there are some people that have a gun and just don't – think like they just don't and like i agree but but the small minority that that is crazy with guns shouldn't make those who are responsible with guns to have to jump through hurdles i don't think having a safe okay Okay, i don't think i I think safes are a good idea if you have children in the house you should have a safe for your gun but it's not something that the government should be telling citizens i think it is i don't think it's a law that the government has any right to to put on citizens but continue what you're saying because i feel like we're gonna just start i think it is i think it's not but, okay, back to the suicide argument. Um, I, I just think that having at least some awareness of someone's mental state is important in the gun process, mm-hmm. like, of buying a gun. Yeah. I don't think that you should just ban all people with mental health history from having a weapon because that's a mm-hmm. lot of people, especially yeah. if you look at depression. Like especially in today's day and age. People getting diagnosed left and right. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that's the case, but I at least think that having some kind of – um, check in that way of saying yeah. like but see that works for adults but it's harder f- for kids but, but kids shouldn't because, aren't well, buying guns I know no kids anyway. aren't buying guns but at least not legally but if you if you were to say like yes checking mental health does this mean because <laughs> uh, it's like what do you do if you see if your kid is showing signs of, of certain mental illnesses does that mean you have to get your gun out of your house or at least keep it somewhere that they can't access. Okay. Yes, yes, but I mean, it should I agree, not be I mean, the government who tells th- you to do that. Why? And, and but also, what is, right does the government have to, okay, to do wait, that? Though? Wait, 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 <laughs> protection wait. Protection of life. Okay, okay. But I, I, have to I, say, I okay. Hold on. I want to make one more point. The way that I'm seeing this thing, like it would make the the argument right that it's it's the prevention of it. It's kind of like this whole idea of bullying. Like the idea of we gotta control bullying because that's gonna stop people from commi- students from committing mass murders, mass murders or suicide. suicides. I saw some some post on the internet that said, like it was like scratching all of that out. Like be nice. To, it was saying be nice to people because you never know what someone's going through. With the whole purpose of mm-hmm. saying stop to stop mass shootings. Mass, mass shootings. It's and called people, the walk up movement. I think. It yeah, is. but some people were like, no, I don't. It's not my fault that this person made the choice to come and kill people. Yeah, and, and like that's, and that's I, I, I'm just okay. saying that it, that the idea of it relates is what I'm trying no, to get. Wait, so that makes sense. Wait, they were saying that it's not my fault that I bullied. No, them no, 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 they, no. They okay. were saying I was gonna say it's that's not terrible. my fault that he's bullied and he shot up my school. But what what's their defense that bullying should be allowed? No, 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 no. They're no, just saying, saying it's like like we should you know just because okay the gun rights people oh, a lot of them gun wise were, were pushing for the why don't you just talk to people like treat people with respect. You don't know who's getting bullied. If you treat everyone correctly okay, and everyone gets treated nicely, then then there's less likely of these attacks happening. Which I kind of, I, I agree with the the at, like the theory of it. Yeah, I wouldn't that be beautiful if everyone just treated yeah, each other I'm right? Because that's also the, the argument. Like, like, would be the argument against guns. Like, if we all just treated each other right, right, would nobody need would need a gun, anyway, right? Yeah. I'm but, just saying that these things relate. Is yeah. is that is that kind of that thinking does that make sense i'm trying to follow you but i'm not okay maybe really maybe sure i'm jumping I'm... all over the place but I, I see what you're trying to say but 
I just it's like I guess what those people are saying is being nice doesn't work. It won't, <laughs> oh, that came out being being nice won't work as much as people think it will. So that's why we need. But it guns, should still be nice. But like I mean, I'm, I'm, I think everyone should be nice to each other. Look, I'm just, when we're talking I'm about gun restrictions for the mentally ill, and I know that makes it sound even worse, or people with mental health issues, I'm not necessarily against that. I don't think like okay, if if Joe seems to have a history of of weird psychotic episodes and stuff like that poor joe maybe you shouldn't hand him an ar-15 i would ag- i would agree with that maybe. but then you start going maybe. <laughs> uh, you, you start going into things where it's like okay well what what is the, the cutoff point that's true if let's say i used to be suicidal and let's say i was marked with depression but i got out of it i mean i don't know i know you guys can make arguments how you can't get out of it i don't know you can i'm, that's I'm, not, I'm not the psychologist <laughs> but but let's say let's say i got out of it i'm, I'm scot-free and now that oh I'm in my senses, I should own a weapon for my own protection because my life matters. That's why I didn't kill myself. Um, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go buy a gun. I can't buy a gun now because okay. I'm 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 marked. And so, so then you get into the people who and then it starts getting discriminatory. That's why though, I too. don't think it should be a permanent check. That's what I'm saying. Like I think that that should be but a who current measure. Who, who makes it permanent? What? Who? Okay, you're saying it shouldn't be a permanent check. I'm saying but like how? Who decides that? Like, how many years out do you have to because be? Because if, if I'm no, the I'm one saying, who's considered okay. crazy, no one's going to believe me when I say I'm not crazy anymore. No, okay. And no, I, that's I, not crazy, true. Crazy, First of I all, shouldn't use for mental health. That, that was disrespectful. I'm sorry. Okay, but basically, <laughs> okay, I'm saying, like, okay, let's say I wanted to buy a gun five years ago. You should have. And I was dealing with severe suicidality, and I was, like, considering committing suicide, mm-hmm. okay? And they say, uh, we're not going to give you a gun because that's not – helpful for you right now like you are not in a stable enough state of mind to own a gun okay how does the gun store owner know that by having a check like i'm saying there are some there are some places in which you have to go to a like actual psychologist and get checked before I, I, I like that idea that's what i'm saying someone, i like that idea. yeah that's but someone could easily fake that if they no, wanted you to cannot. You can fake not. You can tell a psychologist, "No, I'm not having suicidal thoughts." Then they're thoughts. not a good psychologist. Yeah, they if, suck if as they, a counselor. Okay, then. If not, they're I'm not, not, if not someone, help. if someone's target is to get a gun, and they they have to go to a psychologist, then they'll lie their way through to get a gun. Okay, okay even, but they're even, still they, even then, like that's what training that, is for. That's presupposed. Yes, but you that, can't that always you get can't that. Get a gun illegally. Then maybe you need two psychologists. <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying is one that, that, that that's supposed to that you can't get a gun illegally, which you can. You can always but get it's a gun still illegally. hard to get it illegally. I know, but if you're going to kill yourself, uh, the the the, the, the consequences of of that do not matter. Like what? if I bought a gun illegally because I'm trying to kill myself, it doesn't matter because I killed myself. I'm not going to be responsible for the crime that I just committed. No, but I'm and saying if you care about those human beings, there needs to be checks in there. I, I but agree. that's what he's saying. I, if I, they do it illegally, there's nothing you can okay, do about I, it. Look, it's, I, I agree, agree with that, but I, at least take the precautions that you can. Regardless of if they find another way, that does but not then, excuse but you. Then you're making not okay. But then you're also and, making and, it harder for sorry, responsible I'm citizens. Really like, I'm getting right up to I agree. <laughs> I agree. Because we should care about these people, we yeah. should try to find ways to protect them from themselves. Yeah. But in saying that, like, if I'm and I, if I'm going to be required every single time, like, why am I? I've never had a history of anything. I, I don't have anything. Then you'll get passed. Okay, but why? Okay, here's the thing. Why should I be required to do that? Because, because you I, care about the other but, person. But, but okay, I understand oh. that. But because I also care about people having the access to defend themselves, I cannot restrict everybody else because of just one people group. But that's and not a restriction if you meet the qualifications. But but who decides? Look, if let's say let's say this. 
let's say I talk about the government being crazy. I talk about the government coming to get me, joking around, all that stuff. And and the psychologists, maybe they're the best psychologists in the world, but for whatever reason, they interpret that as me having paranoia. When I don't have well, paranoia. Well, maybe. maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm I do. Just but, we you know, can't diagnose they, that. They, they, <laughs> they interpret that as me having paranoia. They, ter- they interpret off comments because, you know, I have dark humor, so I make jokes that are inappropriate. They interpret that as as uh, being a sociopath and all these things when it's they all really suck as a counselor maybe then. maybe but you can't you can't there are you can't sucky counselors out there quality across the board and then have multiple checks okay and and if i need a gun now yeah it's you're making it being, harder and harder for responsible citizens to get a gun to defend so themselves. you're saying if you were a girl if, if I, look because there's instances where people they try to get a gun and there's there's checks or there's waiting periods and they die because they couldn't stop the the, the stalker <sighs> in time because they couldn't get the gun. And so I know you're trying to put all these checks to help the people who have mental illness. I think we should. I think there's like, again, if you're a psychotic person, you, you shouldn't get a gun. You know, it's just not right. But again, you also, even if it's just a temporary mark, like I think it's, it's something that can be very easily abused mm-hmm. and, and lead actually to discrimination because, and, and this ties in to gun control's history where most of the time when gun control is implemented, it's implemented in a discriminatory way. Towards? Towards the group Pick that's group. being oppressed. <laughs> um, it, I, can't, I can't give you the, the specific dates because my computer shut off and it's not turning on. But um, <laughs> uh, we've had gun control, obviously, against African Americans. Uh, we wouldn't let slaves own weapons. We wouldn't let slave, free men own weapons, or we'd put a lot of restrictions on them. Um, we, we wouldn't let the Irish own weapons. We wouldn't let Catholics own weapons. And, and so it's almost always used as a way of population control. You know who pushed for gun control? The KKK. And Hitler. Oh, yeah. That's not even, that's not <laughs> even getting into the, that side of the argument. So in, in a way, I, I don't see it past people if we, wanted to, if we wanted to control people and restrict people from getting certain access. All of a sudden, Hispanics are just all of a sudden really depressed. Or, I, okay. And maybe that's a slippery slope argument, but that I think is. I think that that you cannot you, in this world you cannot discount that because there's plenty of evidence for discriminatory practices in gun control. I would agree. Then have okay. Let's say that that is an issue. I think it is an issue. Okay. It was an issue. It was an issue. Okay. Let's say that currently there is a bias against a certain population. Um, I think there are ways in which you can implement a check that is preventative of that kind of bias. So if you have, okay, let's say you're doing a clinical check, right? Like if you are making sure this person is mentally stable enough to own a gun, have multiple psychologists in the meeting that represent different populations at the same time. So you're not going through five different checks. You're not having to take five years to get a gun, but you're getting that fair perspective on this person's state of mind. So, but so now to get a gun, you have to go and get examined by three or four different but psychologists. How many sessions but how, do you think that would take? How is that take? fair? What? How is that fair for a responsible citizen who just who wants a like, gun? I, I, now the they have to saying. go get. I agree. But, I agree that oh, there should okay. be some sort of process. I just, I don't know how well that can be implemented. Okay, yeah, and again, I feel divided I, on this. Because... I think we're we're avoiding though, like this again. Even though the limiting guns might limit suicides, there's a, like again, I mentioned Japan earlier. Japan has no guns, at least not legal. I mean, you can attain them in Japan, but they're incredibly difficult to obtain. People kill themselves 
a lot in Japan. Is well, it ju- okay, so, I agree. Even though that might be a cultural thing, like I think yes, you're you might be taking away the way for them to kill themselves the quickest or the fastest or the most effective. But I don't think that's targeting the issues that are causing people to kill themselves. Well, no, I agree with that. But that doesn't mean you don't take action in this area either. Does that make sense? I would say yes, there needs to be reform in the way that we handle mental health, the way that we stigmatize mental health. There are multiple aspects that need to be taken care of to reduce suicide in general. Like I completely right. agree with that. But that does not mean that you look at this issue and go, well, it won't fix it that much. So we just won't do anything about it because I don't agree with that. Okay. And, and – Sorry, I feel it too. Because on the one hand, I'm like, well, yeah, I like that idea. It's great. Mental health, make sure everyone's okay. It's good. And you have different people judging the person, right? But then I also think logistically, how many sessions does it take to, to get to know a That's person true. with everything? And then you talk about so how could, soon yeah, do they do that they could need? That could be a long <gasps> period of time. It's a, it's complicated, oh, it's, it's and I, I agree that things need to be done. Ugh. I guess what I'm also trying to say is, as an argument for. You, I think a lot of people actually too. I remember it was a Gallup poll. I can't remember uh, the exact exact numbers, but it showed that a lot of people who are for guns and a lot of people for for gun control don't mind background checks that are a little bit more thorough, even if that includes a psychic evaluation and stuff like that, or at least looking into psychic history. Psychic yeah. history. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right, but as an R so I, I think okay yeah I can get on board with that if it means that people are going to kill themselves less and people are going to be more responsible with guns sure but as I do I think that that's going to extremely lessen suicides I don't think so um, again because you can it presupposes that you can't get a gun anywhere else but somewhere legally and it also presupposes um, that everyone's going to use a gun anyway and the other side, I just I don't think it's... I would say when over half of them are attributed to firearms, okay, I would but here's, say that's... Here's a I know, but when you have because, a whole okay. country that's killing themselves and they don't even have guns, yes. like, like, people no, are going to The United find States are number 48 on the list of countries in the world of suicide. There, there are people in Sri Lanka who have, like, <laughs> Sri Lanka. 20% more rate killing themselves, but they have... They don't have as much access to guns. Okay, but so the it's argument with that, that is we're not concerned about the other countries. We're concerned with our own Rebecca people here. About the but world. it no, shouldn't, no, no. It shouldn't okay, be just okay. about con- – it should be statistics over all of humankind. Okay, so then I would ask what are the statistics between kids who are committing suicide by guns versus adults who are committing suicide by guns? I guarantee you if you put the whole world it into consideration – increases. No, but okay, if you put okay, the whole so, world into consideration, guns are going to be very minimal in suicide rates. But I mean Ooh, I don't know about that. But uh, look at all these countries that don't have access yeah. to guns. But I'm are, asking I'm asking for here in the US. Okay. Because we I feel like we're getting really riled up. Let's let's try to <laughs> simmer down. Let's simmer try down. to simmer down and bring it back. Bring it back. Shut up. Let's, let's let's try to bring it back down and let's see if we can get going. Well, if you okay, look yeah, at the stats. Okay, we probably should try to wrap it up somewhat soon. Uh so okay, so 55 to 64 year olds um, firearms attribute to 52 percent of suicide. Um, Is this still just the U.S. though? Yes. But that that's my, that's what I'm saying, like argument wise. You're saying that this happens in the U.S., but. Gun like suicide by guns is not the only way to do it. Is what I'm saying. No, I agree, and that's it's what I'm saying. There are other ass, but that doesn't mean you don't do something about it. I, I but why agree. take away guns for responsible citizens? Because it's not. If okay, if oh, it's res- not taking away. Guns. But it's making it harder for responsible citizens to See, get but, guns. But not that if argument they meet the requirements. Okay. it still makes it harder to here, get it though. Here, hold on. We're we're kind of going into circles about it. Yeah. Let me just say this. Okay, that <laughs> argument is kind of a tedious one because the idea is why do why do if you don't have anything to hide, it's like like 
like a like, you know you get pulled over by the cop can i check your car you don't the cop doesn't have a warrant he has no right to check my car but you don't have anything to hide why don't you if, if there's nothing wrong it's okay but it's not okay and so just because i don't have anything wrong with me doesn't mean that i should be imposed with a bunch more restrictions does that make sense like what you're you're putting on is is if everything if you're okay if you're good you have nothing to worry about which is kind of i don't know that's kind of that seems a little overbearing on me because i'm not doing anything wrong and i don't have to prove to you that i'm okay but okay i i guess i just don't understand that argument because okay if you have (laughs) (laughs) i'm just trying to figure out how to ask this question because i don't even know how to ask it uh so you're saying i just want to make sure i'm hearing you correctly you feel like it is in like an overbearing statement to have someone checked for their psychological state of mind before buying a gun. Kind of. I, I don't necessarily disagree with doing that. I just, I think there's dangers to it. I guess to me, my thought is, okay, you are still having the right to own a gun. You are simply making sure that, okay, how do I word this? Basically, like, you are taking into consideration the other people who may be affected if someone with a mental illness that should not have a gun, not saying that all mental illnesses Mm -hmm. should be a restriction on gun ownership, if you think that there is someone who could own a gun who has a mental illness that could cause harm to themselves or others, I think that should be more of a concern than your own invasion of whatever. But that's that's not a reason to make a law. Like, uh, I see. I see what you're saying. Do you saying. see what I'm saying? I don't even know if I'm making sense. No, at this I. Point. I think. I think what you're saying makes sense. I think. Again, I. I, I don't. So, I. I support the idea of putting these kind of checks. I think that makes sense. I'm saying is, I think there needs to be checks for the checks. And I know that I sounds agree. weird. No, I agree with. But you. like, I. It's. I think it's very easy for that can be, to just be turned into another form of trying to control people, and trying agree. to limit people, and. Again, it, it's also the question of how effective is that going to be? And maybe it's kind of cold to say that when it comes to suicide. Because it's like, okay, well, you know, one death's a tragedy, a million's a statistic. Um, mm-hmm. And so I know that sounds kind of cool to say. So it's like, wh- where am I going to be comfortable with that limit? Like, okay, I'm okay that a, one person dies so that everyone else can have guns, which is a utilitarian argument that I'm not very comfortable with. Um, I don't know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, man, we got on the suicide thing really, really hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so we're going into philosophy then. I don't even know if we have time. What time? Yeah. How long have we well, been talking? An hour. Uh, Here, uh, we can always split. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty uh, tedious issue. Um, I guess one more thing. I would. I mean, I don't know if we're. I think we'll have to make this episode a two parter. Yeah. Um, and we'll just start on on recording the next half of this. I'll just like to end this this first half of the episode with this. Banning the AR-15 will do nothing. Um, uh, oh, my okay. gosh. And, and, and whether we want to save it and we want to start a, the next one with that argument. With a cliffhanger? Yeah, with a cliffhanger. <laughs> or if we want to finish this argument right now because it's just – there's no we reason. We should probably it. leave it as a cliffhanger because we're already – Yeah. Um, so yeah. I guess, you know, wait for part two where we are going to finish up some legal statistics – get into the philosophy at all and then hang in on the maybe theological aspects of it. (laughs) Thanks everybody. Hope you enjoyed this new episode. If you want to hear more from us, like us on Facebook at thoughts of the round table, 
Follow us on Twitter at TOTRT underscore podcast and check out our website at thoughtsoftheroundtable.com.